This is Work of the Beat. It is Friday, February 5th, 2021. I'm Kevin Cooney, along with Mike Kern. Glad you could join us here on the day before the Super Bowl, or this Friday before the Super Bowl. doesn't feel like a normal Super Bowl week uh, because of obviously not a lot of attention. Neither team. Actually, Kansas City is still not in Tampa already, and we'll talk about that. Nor should they be. No. Uh, they're arriving, I believe, either late tonight or tomorrow. Hey, Kevin, I got news for you. The last 10 months, is not <laughs> nothing's been normal. Last 11 months. Months, yeah. So why should we, the Super Bowl be different? You know, And the funny thing is there's no wing bowl, which I think this is the third year. But there wouldn't have been a wing bowl anyway, even if there was a wing bowl. So, you know, and now, you know, LeBron James says, why are we having an all-star game in basketball? Well, he's dead right on that one, but that's a whole different No story. kidding. Well, a lot of people are dead right about a lot of things, but, you know, it it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It, you know, there's going to be a game Sunday. It's going to be probably a good game of the storylines of the two quarterbacks and the coaches and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, it's – it's a, you know what, in some ways – it's weird. I remember the, the first time they went from two weeks, and a couple years they only had one week because of whatever. It was a better Super Bowl because you didn't have the two weeks to, to get stale or whatever. I think this is going to be a maybe a better game because these guys haven't been subjected to that whole you know circus that takes place for, for the four or five days before the Super Bowl. So we'll uh, see. We'll get into that in kind of our second segment, but because basically at this point, you're obligated to start any conversation in Philadelphia if you're a podcast or sports talk show with uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, the report by Mike Garofalo and uh, uh, Ian Rappaport on uh, th- Thursday was that the Eagles were taking calls on Wentz. Wentz still has not made a public comment even after the hiring of Nick Sirianni, which is now two weeks old, and we're a week past the press conference uh, from uh, that was a disaster last Friday. Um, and now our buddy Les Bowen reporting that, you know, he he's being told by people outside the Eagles organization that he thinks uh, that a deal for Wentz could be close. And it, yeah, but, but what we did have this week, Kevin, you missed was um, the owner of the team going on a 28 minute thing on their website with Dave Spadaro, who I love Dave. David's one of the good guys in the world. Basically the virtues of them. Yeah. How great they are. I said this this is what happens when you win a Super Bowl, okay? Mm -hmm. Regardless, you are – and look, Jeffrey's been a good owner. I'm not going to sit here and bash Jeff. Um, He's done a lot for the city. He does a lot of good. I think he's become a little too Jerry Jonesy, and maybe he's been like that for a while, and we just didn't know that. That's I don't possible. know. Yeah, but if you take the last decade of this franchise, it hadn't been that great. But when you throw a Super Bowl in, it is great. It's great, you know. And it, it kind of makes me feel a little bit like the Phillies in '08, although they were good for th- for three years after that. So I can't sit there and say, "Well, the Phillies thought they were the smartest people in the world because they got back to a World Series." They won 102 games in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the whole thing with the Eagles was, for whatever reasons you think this thing's went wrong, whether Howie has done a bad job. Howie did a good job in 17. Doug did a good job in 17. His assistants did a good job in 17. Wentz did a good job in 17. and then full, So they did it. 
And, and that's all it counts. You know, it was funny. I, I was listening to Anthony the other day, and I love Ant. And he was kind of coming to the conclusion he's done with the Super Bowl. And he's like, almost like, I almost wish it didn't happen. Whoa, 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 whoa. So if I said to every Eagle fan, okay, right now, instead of being this 4-11-1 team that just hired, you know, whatever, we're trading our quarterback, we got this coach, whatever. You could be a legitimate Super Bowl contender, okay, right now. Next year, you're going to be one of the six or seven teams that people are talking about. But you didn't win the Super Bowl in 17. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No. You take the Super Bowl. How many times did people say, well, I give 10 years of crap, you know, to, to win a Super Bowl? Or No, 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 no. You take the Super Bowl. Because the next one might be 30 years away. Yeah. I mean, we don't know that. It might be next uh, three years from now. How the hell do I know? It happened, but now they think in that war room of theirs. And look, Sirianni might turn out to be a great coach. They did three years from now, who knows? Maybe they're back... Right back being one of the best teams in the NFC. I do not know. Nobody knows. But don't go on your website and, and tell me that, how great it is and this family atmosphere. Well, the family atmosphere looks like it's blowing up in your face because uh, your quarterback ain't in the family atmosphere. Your coach he just fired wasn't in the family atmosphere. So the guy, Dorsey, who just left to take a better job with Detroit, said, you know what? I don't need that. I know why they do it. I get it. If it, it makes him feel better, go ahead and do it. You know, it. You can, every family has an atmosphere. Some of them are the Mansons, and some of them are just, you know, are the Kennedys. I mean, that's all. Yeah, don't go with the Mansons. Uh, you know what off I mean. Now, I know. You're going to go. Look, they may be a family. I'm not saying. And I know Howie and Jeff are a family. I, I get all that. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to mock them, but I'm just saying I don't think that's what Philadelphia wants to hear right now. I really don't. But they don't. never had a pulse on the city with that. They've never, Jeff never had a pulse on the city. Jeff, you know, Jeff, think about it, okay? One of the first but how things, many, but how hold many on, do, Kevin, hold on. I mean, but one know. of the first things that Jeff did when he was owner here was, if you remember his first season, he did the walk of the parking lot during the, during the tailgates, and everybody went, oh, that's great, except until they realized he was surrounded by six security guards. So I mean, there was a, there was an idea of okay, Jeff. well maybe he has to be. I mean, I'm not. Look, I, I'm but not you know what I'm saying? He, he never. But in the world we live in today, all it takes is that one nut, like, to come running up on uh, you and take Jeff like, Lurie out. Like, or I'm not saying that. Like, yeah, I'm know. saying, you know, this is the guy who, this is the guy who, you know, he the the, the atmosphere of this ownership never did get the city. Kevin, you know, look they you, talk about, oh, Mike, let me finish, okay? They talk about, like, the artwork that's in place at NovaCare, and they have pictures of, like, Mother Teresa and Gandhi and all that. that. That's not what the city is. You know, if you walk around the link, if you walk around the link and you walk in, like, the areas around there, the link is not really a, 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 a ref, uh, you know, Citizens Bank Park is a reflection of the city, the link does it. The link has all these fancy pictures up and all this stuff. It's not what this is. That's Jeff. That's not the city. That is so Jeff. Jeff. So Jeff, Jeff is not going to, Jeff is not going to be able to tailor his message to the city. It just is. Think, think about the other three teams. Okay. Think about the other three teams. In the last well, one owner's one owner's no, 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 a no. conglomerate. But Kevin, but go ahead. You have sat on here and I've sat on here and other people. 
We have criticized every ownership of every team in this town at some point or another. The Phillies were out of touch back in the early 2000s. They didn't get it, okay? And then after the the good times, they didn't get it. You know, Middleton was the savior. Now he doesn't get it. How many times have you told me about the Sixers ownership not getting it? Yeah, right. Okay, the Flyers ownership has went through how many years? Oh, Ed Snyder got it. Ed got got it. Ed got it, but we criticized him for not winning a cup for 40 years. Yeah, but Mike, there's a difference between criticizing... There's a difference between criticizing him for bad management moves and not getting the city, not getting the passion of the city. I'm with you, but Ed Snyder was a Philadelphian. I mean, Jeff... Look, Jeff is who Jeff is. Jeff is, you know, the guy, the the upper crust guy who lives in his world. That's never going to change. That's and most owners are like that. Most owners aren't like Ed Snyder or or um uh, when we had um Giles or um who, who was the guy under Giles? Why am I Mr. Raymond? Right? Um, who, who Montgomery. Of? The, David. What? David. Yeah, David Montgomery. Dave, I mean, David was like salt of the earth. I mean, we, we knew that. But but they're not all going to be cut like that. You know, Jeff comes from his background. That's Jeff. And and, and he doesn't, he's not going to identify with the blue cop. But I will give him credit for one thing. He seems like he's tried to do a lot of good in this community. He has. And, and there's and, no denying of that. So I'll give him that. I'll give him that. That, you know, if he lives in his upper crusty world, but he does that... It, but what he seems to like he's doing now, he's going over the top. He's This whole thing about every time he talks now, it's like patting himself on the back and patting Howie on the back. And, and, well, and I get it. You won a Super Bowl. Everything you did in 2017 worked, and you created that. And that's fine, and it does count, and it will count for a while. It doesn't go away because it's been two or three years. But... It just doesn't give you a carte blanche to kind of always say, hey, we're great. You went 4-11-1 last year. You won nine games the the, two, the last three years. You've been under 500 after 10 games. So, no, it hasn't. Has it totally fallen apart? No, you won, two play, you won a playoff game. You almost won another. Um, but it, it, it's that's where I don't think. He wants us to just forget. What's kind of going on right now? And you, well, you, you want my theory? They're in, I mean, you know, and we all kind of hold Howie more accountable than he does. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you know, I'm go- I'm going to give you a theory. I'm going to give you a theory that he's playing human shield for Howie. That he likes what? it. Human shield for Howie. But he's allowed. He's the owner. Sure. I that. think that's exactly what he's thinking right now. That his owner, or I'm sorry, his general manager, who he likes personally, is getting. Torched because the franchise has just got and cratered after the Super Bowl. And Jeff realizes that part of that was him meddling in on some things. And so he's going to talk to take the pressure off of Howie. That Howie doesn't have to talk. See, that's the problem. We don't know what. I don't know who drafted Whiteside. I have no idea. We can sit here and speculate all we want. And five different writers can write five different things about they've heard from this guy. You don't know and I don't know. And we're never going to know because they're never going to tell us the story of how this guy got drafted or that guy didn't get drafted. All I know is the owner looks at Howie as the guy who gave him a championship or helped give him a championship, okay? There's no denying that, and that's never going to go away. Now, eight years from now or five years from now, if they stink, he may have to say, hey, Howie, it's been eight years, whatever. But 
he sees Howie as the guy who orchestrated, made the moves, which he did. I'm not going to, I'm going to sit here and say he didn't. And so I can sit here and say, well, the drafts the last couple years have stunk, this or that or the other. And, and Jeff's going to say, but he gave me a championship and I think he can do it again. And, you know, time will either prove him right or wrong. The, I think the odds are against him because, you know, I, like I said, I don't know if Nick Sirianni is going to be a good coach or not. Nobody does. Would, would Josh McDaniels have been a better hire? I don't know. Would, would Biennemi have been a better hire? Todd Bowles? I don't know. Name five guys. We, you know, we'll find out. Let me but, let me go back. Know. Let me go back to the Wentz angle on this, though. Okay. Um, do you think there's any way Carson Wentz stays in Philadelphia right now? No, because he hasn't talked in two months. What 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 is so hard for people to decipher about this? This has nothing to do with the head coach. I mean, um, I'm sure there, there was a disconnect with him and, and and Peterson, but I think this goes back to when they drafted Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. and I think he holds the the organization accountable for that. Why won't you talk in two months, Kevin? Why won't you say one? I'm, I'm talking about one word. Why won't you go on Instagram or text or whatever and just say, "Hey, I wish Doug well." Right. You know, um, we had it. We 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 won a well, Super maybe Bowl. You don't. Uh, and then when the new guy gets hired, you just go on and say, "Hey, welcome aboard, Nick." Um, boy, I hope we can make a successful thing out of this and and make super whatever. He hasn't said a word. He wants out. He wants gone. He wants. You know, it's it's not too hard to read these tea leaves. And do you think that the organization wants him gone, or are they getting rid of him, or are they getting rid of him because they know they can't repair the relationship? Is that? Do you think they hired the coach? I don't in know why. In large part to because of what they thought the quarterback needed. I think they hired the coach who had not called plays, but was close enough to the old offense coordinator. To try to repair Wentz a little bit, yes. Okay, so if you are hiring that, if that's the reason you're making that hire, why would you have wanted to move on from from Wentz? You wouldn't have. I think what's happening behind the scenes that we don't know about is I think Wentz is forcing their hand. I think Wentz is basically telling them, "Hey guys, I I want out of Philadelphia. I I just I got to go somewhere, whether it's Indy, whether it's Chicago. Hey, we could trade him for Foles." Yeah, hey, trade trade him for Foles and, and whatever else we get back. Um, I just think it's quite because why if you're Carson Wentz, won't you have said somewhere, hey, I'm ready to come back and go to work. I'm ready to make this work. I'm ready to uh you don't even have to me- mention Jalen Hurts. And, and the part that, that that makes me feel bad is about Wentz, and I try to give Wentz every benefit of the doubt. He benched himself last year. You know, yeah. he didn't get benched. Doug wasn't the reason he got benched. He, there was people in this town calling for him to be benched two, three games before that. And Doug stuck with him till week 12. Now, if he feels Doug was part of the reason why he was, you know, not playing as well, we heard stories about him, you know, changing plays, this or that. You know, maybe Carson's Tia uh, pissed that some of the, 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 the people that Howie drafted. You know, I mean, maybe he's sitting there going, man, instead of taking Jalen Hurts, you could have taken somebody that might have helped us. I, I, I think this is more geared at the organization than Doug, although I think there was a disconnect with Doug also. Um, but to, in my way of thinking, unless Doug was just a horrible coach or, you know, it, it ran an offense, it stunk or whatever you want to say, 
Everything that points last year was that Carson Wentz, whether this goes back to the concussion, I mean, Damo just did a story the other day, I think, talking to Kurt Warner, um, where Kurt said, looking at Wentz, you can tell his fundamentals are all screwed up. Mm -hmm. And he, he wouldn't get into the mental aspect because, you know, he says, I can't do that. He says, I don't know what offense the Eagles are trying to run, like who he's supposed to be looking at down the field. But he makes it sound as if at least some of it is on Carson. Um, and like how, but he thought it was fixable, you know. Uh, but maybe Carson in his head has just said, you know what? Well, I, then, I I'm, go. then I'm going to say this. If Carson Wentz doesn't want to compete for his job, if Carson Wentz doesn't want to, um, doesn't want to do the basic necessities of being in the NFL and fighting and having to get what what you earn, then you don't really need him at that point. Yeah. You but how many starting quarterbacks in the NFL? Think about this that we know of or that we could point to have to actually like compete for their job. There's no, very very few. But, but but Mike, there's a difference here. There is a mental weakness stuff. That I, I'm starting to buy into with Wentz. Okay? Yeah. Okay. A and it's the... Ever since the Super Bowl, it's been a woe me thing. Oh, I got hurt before the Super Bowl. Oh, everybody else loves Nick. Oh, Alshon's picking on me. Oh, this. Oh, that. Stop it. Grow Kevin, up. Kevin, Grow up. They put a statue up of the quarterback who won the Super Bowl. Okay? I'm not defending Wentz. I'm not trying to make excuses for him. I said this when it happened. It was we were probably doing the podcast at that point. Mm -hmm. It was the worst thing. No other situation in the history of sports that I can remember, but especially football, is there a situation like this where the backup comes in, wins the Super Bowl in a year you were going to be the MVP, and then the fans, half the fans want him, half the fans want you, and only it can only happen in Philadelphia. Our only well, Super it happened Bowl. to Phil Phil Sims. No, but Phil Sims was still the Giants' quarterback. There was no Hostetler's going to be the quarterback the following year. You know they realized what Hostetler had done because of an injury, but nobody was saying, "Hey, Jeff Hostetler." No, no. When they came back in '91, Phil was the quarterback for a couple more years. Jeff went somewhere else, I believe. The Raiders. This is the only time they didn't put a statue of Jeff Hostetler up in front of Giants Stadium. So. I'm just saying, it, 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 the whole thing that happened, it was a once in a in a forever kind of fairy tale. And then you trade that quarterback the next year, which you should have, because as we found out, Wentz is just Wentz. I mean, um, Foles is just Foles. But a lot of people in this town took that. They, they still think they traded the wrong guy. So, yeah, I can understand how that might get under a guy from North Dakota who isn't used to maybe playing. And, and, and shame on him to a degree. I agree. But... Maybe this is just the best way to do it. You 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 put them somewhere else, wherever that is, Chicago, Indy, mm -hmm. whoever is can, they can work something out with, and you move on with either Jalen Hurts or my fear is they're going to use the number six pick to take a quarterback. That's my biggest fear in life. The guy from North Dakota State. Well, <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. What I'm just saying is, I could almost see the Eagles if if the draft falls like a certain way, and let's say say Justin Fields is there. I'm just throwing out a name, you know, and they can say, well, man, he was he was rated I, I the second to, best quarterback, and now he's sitting there. We can't pass on him, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, huh? I, I, I hate saying it this way. If you're the Eagles, 
Uh, I would wait. I would. I would not draft the quarterback at six, with the idea of you give Hurts this year. Okay, because odds are you're probably going to be in a position next year with another high draft pick, given your salary cap issues and the way you're going to have to have a rebuilding year, that you could probably get another quarterback next year. Yeah, but it's another Hurts. Well, it's, it's okay, okay, look at this league. So in in 2015, Winston and Mariota go one two. Mm-hmm. We're Winston and Mariota right now, Backups. and they're one two. In the next year, you get Goff and Wentz one two. Mm-hmm. Where are they right now? Yeah. So so tell me which quarterback like people are taking. Mitch Trubisky went two. Okay, Mahomes went ten. It'll go down as one of the greatest draft picks ever. And Watson went twelve that year. And that okay. Then that went well. So tell me how many quarterbacks Herbert? You know Herbert. The, the same or the the uh, one, one seven. came away with this. Year. Look at the Dolphins. This is how we whacked out this freaking league is anymore. They're looking to okay. trade Tua, maybe. They took him fifth. Yeah, in the draft, and he wasn't horrible. He was a first year quarterback coming off a major injury, and now all of a sudden they're going to draft another quarterback. This league is nuts. Yep. When it comes to quarterbacks, they don't know what they're doing, and they all looking for it. You know, maybe Trevor Lawrence is that guy. I'm not saying he's not, but you tell me of Justin Fields, the guy from BYU, the guy from North Dakota, you tell me which one of those guys are going to be good because you're better than I am because I I have no flipping idea. Um, All right, so that wraps up the Eagles and the conversation. Before you move on, do you think that if they move Wentz, that Jalen Hurts by the end of next season could be a guy that you could look at and say, look, I'm not saying he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Don't mean that. But he's good enough that you can win with him. Moving like, forward. Like he's, maybe, he's maybe like a Dak Prescott, let's Mo- say. Like a moving forward kind of guy. Yeah. Yes. You can, do, you can find that out by the end of the next year. No, no. Do you think, in your heart of hearts, do you think Jalen Hurts is that guy? Because if he's not that guy, then two years from now, you're going to be right back here where you are now. And usually in the NFL, Do I think good. he's that guy? No, I don't. Okay, so basically, then, the but I don't mind. I don't, now, but Mike, I don't mind waiting till the end of the next year to make that decision. Right, but what I'm saying, Kevin, is this is this is what I'm trying to say. So 2021 will be a year you kind of throw away. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. If you're going to go in another direction, a quarterback at that point, if mm-hmm. it's not a veteran quarterback, you're throwing away 22 and probably 23. You're you're throwing away because quarterbacks don't come into this league. And win immediately. They just, it, the, the Patrick Mahomes oh, stories doesn't don't happen. You can, you can win in your second year. How many? Okay, go ahead. So how many of those guys? But you also have to have a team around them, which is fine. But, yeah, Mahomes won in his second year. Don, hold on. Don, Don, uh, Donovan, Donovan won. Did. Donovan Wentz won. Wentz did. Donovan did. But I'm just saying, you're going back 20 years with that. I'm just saying, there's not a lot of those guys that do that. Brady, won, Brady won in his second year. And Brady was a six-round pick, Kevin. I understand, in, Mike. My but point. I'm just saying, Stafford didn't win in his second year. Um, Trubisky it, didn't win in his second year. I'm talking about guys who were drafted. Trubisky with, actually did make the playoffs the, the second year. That they were going to be good. Trubisky did make the playoffs the second year. Okay. Well, all I'm saying to you is, if we're sitting here next year at this time, going into the draft, and the Eagles have to look at a quarterback, just like I think it's a sin that they're going to use that number six pick on a wide receiver, okay? They should be shot for that. But they're probably going to 
unless the draft falls a certain way that maybe they either go for well, a, hold yeah, on. a, a if, cornerback. I was just going to say, if the guy from Alabama is there at six. They're going to take a wide receiver. Well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So they're going. So for, the, Heisman Trophy win, for the Heisman Trophy winner. What was his name? Um, uh, the, the wide app. Uh, oh, Smith. Yeah, uh, Smith. If Smith's there at six, they're going to take him. And you're going to really have a problem if they take him? I have a problem when you're taking a wide receiver for like the fourth straight freaking year. I understand Because that. you can't. And, and there's no guarantee that it's the Matt Millen school. Be, I get it. going to be a stud. I, think, I, I mean, I think he's pretty good. I actually think the guy, the other guy that got hurt is going to have a better pro career than him. Waddle? Yes. I think he's more equipped to play at the pro level. I'm not saying Smith isn't going to be good. But now everybody's and telling ch- me and Chase, from LSU. And Chase from LSU is really good. Okay. But what I'm saying is, of those three, the Eagles will take the wrong one. Um, yeah. You know, if three of them, two of them will be great. One of them will be okay, and that'll be the guy the Eagles take. Or what I'm hoping, but beyond hope, but I, it's not going to happen, is that that tackle from Oregon would fall to the sixth pick. He's that ain't going to happen. Because he supposedly is like a can't-miss tackle. He may go two. He may go two. Yeah, I don't know what the Jets. If are the going Jets to do. Hold, if the Jets hold on the two and they hold on the Darnold, I think that it'll get too. Don't know. I mean, I think the Jets. I think the Jets. The two de- destinations that Deshaun could end up are the Jets and the Dolphins, because I think those two teams have the capital to give them back, and the quarterback to give them back. All right. You know, but whatever. Uh, let's move on. Uh, I see now with the first, with the sixth pick in the NFL draft. The Philadelphia Eagles take, so, and it's going to be some name that you're going to sit there and go, huh? <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be like Parsons from Penn, which actually Parsons is a good player. So mm-hmm. I, I couldn't knock that if they took that. but Because they're going to try to outsmart you. They are. I'm telling you, Kevin. I, I, I know it. They're going, to, they're, going to, they're going to try to outsmart you instead of just saying, yes. And I would hope, if I was the Eagles, I would hope four quarterbacks go in the first five picks. Or three quarterbacks, at least. Because that'll, that'll mean more great players will be moving down to them. You know, that they can, whatever. Um, all right. It's our final football Friday of the year, officially. Uh, because of everything going on. And our football Friday is sponsored by Fox Bet and the Fox Bet Super 6 app. You can find them online. Download them from the App Store, Google, Apple, Apple iTunes, Google Play, all those places where you get your apps. Uh, you can win this week, Michael, and I'm sure you'll you'll love this. I can't. One. Yeah. Well, you can, sure. I can't. You know, I can't. Okay. You can win two hundred fifty thousand dollars on Super Bowl uh, on the big game. Excuse me. Or they could just give me two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> By answering, say, thank you very much. By answering six questions, there's also NASCAR jackpot. There's also college basketball games, all on the Fox Super Six app. What download and the best of all, it's free. Okay, here we go. Super Bowl Fifty Five. Michael, here are the numbers that hey, matter. Did, did you see something? There was something I, I read the other day 
where they expect Super Bowl betting to be down a considerable amount. Yeah, because people with the um, with the economy not having as much disposable income. I see. I didn't think that got in the way of people betting. I, I, I thought it almost increased their their desire to bet, especially with all the you know the apps now that you can yeah. go on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. I yeah. I guess. So yeah, obviously, uh, do you want to bet with the Fox Bet app and go on Fox Super Six and able to play? <clears throat> All right, Mike. Uh, do Do you have a feeling on this game? Well, my, my, what, one thing I, I got to admit, I miss Eddie Barkowitz and I used to do a thing the last three or four years I was at the paper. We did a thing with prop bets. And we had a blast. And, and I think that's, I mean, I don't know if that's the way you make money on the Super Bowl. The best way to make money is probably to pick one side and hope that side wins. And that way you only have to win one bet. But the prop bets can sometimes, we, I used to take almost every year the, the Super Bowl or the uh, National Anthem to go over. Right. Um, which it does most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time. But And and there was things like, I, I like the ones where you can get some odds, you know, like right. player to score the first touchdown. Ironically, maybe. I have some of them. Right now, well, courtesy the of the one friend. year in two, I remember the year the Ravens won the Super Bowl over the Niners. I had um, the wide receiver that caught the uh, first touch. He was ten to one. Uh, there was one year last year I did pretty well, as I remember, because I did them for the for our web betters web, insider Cider. thing. And the one was like um, one this year. I looked up. You could have Tampa Bay leading at the half, right? But the KC's win the game, and I think it was like four to one. Yeah, and I think that has, you know, whatever. But I, I would look at some of them, you know, the, the over-under numbers, you know, this wide receiver getting this or that. Yeah, try to have some fun with it. And that way, if you have 10 or 15, 20 bets, and maybe only put 10 bucks on each or whatever, and this way you go through the game, you're, you're rooting the whole game. You know, when the guy gets stopped at the one-yard line, last year I took that there wouldn't be a touchdown scored inside the one. And I think there was. And yeah, there was. Yeah, a guy got stopped on like the one yard line and then they scored. So, but you know, it's uh, Kevin. I could make a case. One, one team has won twenty five of their last twenty six games that they care about. Mm-hmm. The other team has a quarterback who's won six Super Bowls and has won their last three games on the road. Uh, they they got clubbed by KC earlier this year. There were some interesting numbers I was hearing on the radio today that a team, the NFC team that's lost. A regular season matchup in the Super Bowl rematch is something like 4-0. I, I actually was going to give you some of those. Okay, you go for it. All right, uh, as I look it up. But, yeah, there is a, there is a, um, there was one, The oh, this is the fifth time the AFC team is going for a sweep, if you look at it in the Super Bowl. They played them in the regular season and all that. They're 0-4. The four other, what was the last one? The last one was the Patriots. Okay. The Patriots, uh, the Patriots against the Giants. Oh right, right, right. In two thousand eleven. No, two thousand eight or two thousand seven. The undefeated season. Oh, when they played them late in the year, and and the Giants played them a pretty good game. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay. All right. Here are some rules, and I wrote about this actually. If you can find it on on the web, uh, out of fifty four Super Bowls, do you know how many have covered the spread but not won the game? It's very very few. Six. Yeah. The last one, Arizona against Pittsburgh in Tampa in Super Bowl 48. Yeah. And hasn't something like, I, I I saw something, Kevin, where like 
of the last, I'm going to get the number wrong, but like of the last 10 Super Bowls, the, Correction, the Super Bowl Underdog 47 has won like outright like six times. Six out of, uh, what was it here? I got that one down too. Uh, six out of, uh, hold on, I had it. Underdogs have won nine of the last 13. Okay. Okay. But, there was a, but Brady was, Brady was only the underdog his first this Super is his, Bowl. His first Super Bowl and the one against Seattle. He was an underdog. Oh, uh, okay, okay, and they won that. Yeah, but they right. Have won it, but they did. Underdogs won five in a row, but the favorite has won the last two and three okay. of the last four. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, if you're looking at the MVP vote, okay, and, and, and what what's the over under like fifty five? Uh, I'm actually I'm actually looking that up now. Hold on. I think it's like fifty five. It's fifty six and a half. Okay. All right. Because everybody's going to take. The over. I mean, a lot of people. Last year, I had the 49ers. I took the 49ers. I think they were getting three and a half or four. Mm-hmm. And with eight minutes to go in the game, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm feeling good. And then they don't cover. They don't win. They don't do anything. So, um, but, you know, KC for the first 50 minutes last year didn't look that good. But that's what KC does sometimes. Uh, I'm looking at uh, some of the other stuff here. Okay. Uh, here's one. Travis Kelsey's caught a touchdown pass in five of Kansas City's last six playoff games. Right. Okay. Three of his last five have seen him finish with over 100 yards. And on the player props, right now, as a touchdown scorer, Kelsey is a minus 175 for any time touchdown, plus 590 if he catches the first touchdown of the game. So I wouldn't take minus 175 for a guy to score a touchdown. No. To sc- I, I mean, it's almost two to one you're laying against. Right. To score two, to score two or more touchdowns, Kelsey's plus three fifty five. Yeah, I mean, I, I would rather bet that than the other one because at least I'm getting you know three and a half to one. Um, but in the Super Bowl, a lot of times we see guys that aren't supposed to score the touchdowns score the touchdowns. And Kansas City has so many guys that can score touchdowns. You know, it's. And Tampa's kind of like that, too. A little bit. All right. the I'll give you the over-under on passing yards. Okay? Patrick Mahomes, over 330 and a half. Man, I don't... I mean, like I said, I, you know, Tampa's defense ain't bad, but it's Patrick Mahomes. You know, I, what do you want me to tell you? You want to know how many playoff games Patrick Mahomes has thrown for over 330 yards? I, don't, I have the foggiest. Zero. Okay. He has only thrown for over 300 yards twice. Mm-hmm. So I think that's actually a good bet to go in the under. That's me. But see that, that yeah, but that I, they're, they're probably tempting you. Yeah. What's Brady? What's Brady's number? Brady's number is 300, Two, and, 300 and a half. And, and Kansas City's defense is not that bad. Um, their, their passing defense, I think, is a tenth in the league. Um, I, Kevin, I, like I said, I, I mean, I, I don't see this is this is why I say I don't think Tampa can come from behind to win the game. Okay, if they're down ten in the third quarter, I don't think they're winning the game. Tom Brady or no Tom Brady or whatever, but I think Kansas City could come back to win the game. They've shown us that how many times in the playoffs over the last two years when they played two years ago in the AFC title game which is different because Brady had a different team. That was a shootout. That was like the, you know, 38 to 31 or whatever in overtime. Um, 
I, 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 this is what I think, uh, my heart of hearts. I think it's going to be a really good game, okay? <laughs> and I think since none of us are going to be at Super Bowl parties, or most of us, I'm assuming, I'm going to be sitting here with my wife watching the game. Um, just enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. You know, get some good food in or cook some good food up if that's your thing. You want to make a few bets? Yeah, go ahead. Make a few bets. Pick a set. But I honestly, and, and it's three and a half, right, is now yeah, the line. It's is three. Three. It's three. I've seen both. Um, Depending on where you're going, it's three. Now, I can't honestly sit here and tell you I love that. My head says the Chiefs. My head says Kansas City. But this fairy book story that Tom Brady is writing this year, because I think what the Chiefs have done is is unbelievable. What they've done over this last, this whole season with the yep. COVID, basically, yeah. You know, but man, and we were writing the Bucks off at one point. I mean, everybody's like, ah, the Bucks are six and five or seven and five. What the hell? It, I just think it shapes up as it potentially one of the best Super Bowls, you know, from a storyline perspective. You're either going to be crowning a guy with his seventh Super Bowl with a new team, right? Like. I, how many, you know, I think Peyton Manning's the only guy that won starting quarterback with two teams, and Peyton really didn't play that well in the second Super Bowl, but that's okay. He won it. Um, versus the guy who who is trying to become even younger than Tom Brady to win two Super Bowls, I believe. Um, it, it's amazing. It, it's 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 absolutely amazing that these two teams, and it would have been great if Brett Favre was there. You know, if the Packers were there, it would have been a great storyline also. But, man, this is just – you couldn't have scripted this better, man. I mean, this this one, and with all the people who are going to be home, I mean, who isn't going to be watching the game on Sunday? No, I know. And especially with the snowstorm apparently coming to the East Coast again. And Oh, uh, don't say that. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> no, no, no. I hurt my knee again, man. I, you did? No. No. No, I can't. I'm too old for this shit. Um, I'm going to go with – the, with the Chiefs. I think that the Chiefs are just better all around. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm with you. Would it stun me if Tampa won this game? No. Uh, and I've kind of wavered on it back and forth. But in the end, I, I you know, I just think that the Chiefs give Reed a couple weeks. I I, I think Spagnuolo is a good enough defense coordinator to kind of keep the, the Bucks offensive weapons a little bit in check. It could be like it was in November, like a 27-24 type of game, and I'll take Kansas City in that. So well, I just I just know last year and and look, we know Andy's had issues in big games sometimes. And look, I'm not that's that's I'm not knocking the guy. He won a Super Bowl last year. He's in the Super Bowl this year. They're the best team in football. There's no doubt. They are the best team in football. They've got the best player in football. But Last year they were down twenty to ten, mm-hmm. with and, and and San Francisco had the ball. Yeah, and they and they and, scored three straight touchdowns. And, and I said, if if San, well the last one didn't count, but if San Francisco had made two first downs, hell if they made one first down, but if they made two first downs, the game's over. Mm-hmm. And then Graflo had the guy running down the field. But anyway, I give Kansas City all the credit. That third and fifteen pass won the game. It's changed everything. Changed the whole complexion of the game. But I, I just I have a hard time betting against Kansas City. But I know if I bet against Tom Brady, Tom Brady, and, and I marvel at this guy. He's 43 years old. We saw what Drew Brees looks like at 42. He's not the same Drew Brees. No. Will Aaron Rodgers be the same Aaron Rodgers in, in four years? I don't know. He went to a new team with a new philosophy that was 7-5, and five, and everybody was like, eh, the Bucks. Yeah. 
Yeah. And here they are. Yeah. And um, I can see, I think if the Bucs are going to win, it's got to be the same type of game they played at Green Bay. Get out ahead. Make the, the make KC play from behind, which KC can do. It, you know, they're not amazed by that. But I don't think the Bucs, if at halftime KC's up by like 7 to 10, I don't see the Bucs coming back to win the game. I just I just think it's going to be hard on them. And I don't know if the home field's going to factor in at all, other than the fact that they don't have to get on an airplane to go somewhere. I don't think there's going to be Buck fans, per se, in the building. But um, Brady versus Mahomes. I mean, <laughs> how can you get any better? You can't. No, you're right. And I just... Uh, I just... I don't Who are you know. rooting for? I'm not sure I have a rooting interest. I mean, you know what? I, this sounds Ange- st- Angelo's not rooting for KC. I know, because he doesn't. <laughs> I know that. I listened for like 15 minutes. He went, oh, my God. It was, I mean, like I said, part of me, and I'm not a Brady. I, I very rarely rooted for Brady. I mean, when they were coming back against the Falcons that year, I kind of did because I, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Um. But I'm kind. Of, I think I am kind of rooting for him because Mahomes is going to get more chances. I think. I mean, I guess Brady might not. This could be the end of Brady. I mean, I'm not saying Brady's retiring. I don't. I don't mean that. But we don't know the Bucks are going to make it back to the Super Bowl next year or the year after that if he's still playing. And and I think we need for Bruce Arians too. I, I, you know, I kind of have a soft spot in my heart for Bruce. Yeah. Not, and I don't hate Andy by any stretch of the imagination. I, I think there's a little bit of a fraudulent side to Andy that kind of gets overlooked a little bit. But he did nothing wrong in Philadelphia that no. would make me not like him except not get wide receivers for Donovan um, and take seven minutes to score in the Super Bowl. But other than that, you know, it, it's I have no whatever. No, I, I think I, Kansas City's a great, a great team that could be great for, for more years to come. Uh, if they can figure out a way to, yeah, know, that's the thing. The quarterback. That's the thing. If the Chiefs win this one, the the open dynasty talk is. I, and I don't need that. I, I don't. I don't. I, I. I. I'm getting sick of that. You know. L- l- I think what Mahomes has done is is absolutely off the charts, and I understand why people let him win three or four before. You know, it was almost like when Tiger won like his second major. Well, you know, he's going to be. I'm like, well, you know, can 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 he get the five first? Like, can can we get can we get the five or six? And then we'll start talking about, you know, chasing Jack and doing all this stuff. But I understand why they do it. You have to. That's so, what fuels. So you think. So you're. You would. I'm taking it that you're taking uh, Tampa Bay. I, 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 I don't take. I'm telling you, if you're asking me in my head, KC's the better team, I think. But not by a lot. I, I would take. They're the better team. But it would not shock me in the least. Yeah, same here. If Tampa won the game because I've seen Tom Brady for 20 years win games like this, and when you tell Tom Brady he can't or they shouldn't, and I think Bowles, yeah, I think Bowles is pretty good. I think he's going to come up with a decent game plan. At, at some point, what scares you with KC is, like last year's Super Bowl was the perfect example. You can keep them down for 50 minutes. Right. And then they make that one play that just lights the fire. And then it's over. Then you're done. And, you know, uh, but, you know, and um, what they've created there with that offense is just, um, you know, off the charts. But, they, yeah, Tampa's, hey, look, 
Tampa scored 30 last week at uh, at Green Bay. You know what I mean? And they're playing. I mean, how, I mean, they haven't been home for a month, over a month, right? Mm-hmm. So you go on the road and win three straight road. I mean, the last time that happened, I, I think, was the Giants in 2011. No, I could John. Be, I could be uh, wrong. Yes, yes. And yeah. the Packers did it in two ten. Yep. Um, but you know, and then the Giants beat Brady. I don't know. Who, who knows? I I just hope. I, I don't want to see a bad football game. Like I don't want either team to win by two touchdowns. I don't. I don't want that. I, I want it to be a game where with four minutes to go, me and you and the rest of the world are sitting there watching it, thinking, "Wow, this is a pretty good football game." So next week we'll get into the we'll get in more obviously the Wentz trade or whatever happens with Wentz is going to be the dominant topic if if it happens uh, next week we'll get into the Phillies we'll talk to our, we're going to hope to talk to our buddy Matt Breen talk a little bit about the Phils going forward uh, as Clearwater is right around the corner uh, you realize we haven't talked Flyers like once just saying I'm not saying I I know well. and I'm I'm looking at maybe getting our buddy Mertidis on here soon. I mean, they're pretty they're good. Tall. They're pretty they good. Had, they had a horrible loss the other night. Yeah, um, but the just, Sixers had a horrible loss last night, too. So, yeah, and you know what? And the funny thing is, like, that was entirely predictable. Coming off a road trip, they get Brooklyn on Saturday night. It just felt like a Here, game. That here's my only like, problem with last night. No, Lillard. You're, you're right. No, they, they had nine players. Yeah. They didn't have Lillard, and they didn't have McCollum. Okay. And Embiid scores 24 in the second quarter or whatever. And you can't figure out a way. We're starting to see now, like, some of the guys that were playing well early aren't playing as well now, like Maxi, um, uh, what you call his brother, um, Seth. Uh, you know, not playing quite as well. And he went through COVID, so I get it. Uh, I, that bothers me a little. No. Um, that... You know, if, if they had been playing a decent team last night, I'd say, and they got killed. I mean, the third quarter, they just got killed. Um, and what's bothering me a little about the Sixers is the injuries. These little, nah, I, I, you know, you get into the postseason, you can't afford to have Simmons sit out a game. You can't afford to have Embiid sit out a game. No, but Mike. Like, and, and we saw that two years ago against Toronto, where they probably would have beat Toronto if Joel had been healthy through the whole series. And it just worries me that we see a lot of these, you know, and Joel went down last night again. I think it was his knee, though, and he yeah. came back. Um, he just seems like he's a little he, – he, he, I think he's always going to be that guy who, for whatever reasons – and it was funny, he came on – was I listening to the post game the other night? Maybe it was the game before that. He was on the post game and still saying he's not really 100% in shape, and I'm thinking, like, what? Huh? Yeah. Where? I'm <laughs> like – what does that mean? Like, 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 you know, you're 15 games or into a season, and you're telling me that you're not really in shape yet. After this whole off season that we talked about getting in shape, and and I, I just, and I love the, the the fact that they're a good team. You know, they're one of the best teams in the East. At least it looks that way, and that's a good thing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But it, it, it and I, I keep thinking, like, who have they played? It seems like they've had every time they play somebody, it's like that team's not that good. That team's not that good. That team's not that good. Like, when are they going to play the really good teams? Well, tomorrow night when they get uh, the Nets. The Nets. So we'll find yeah. out then. Is that game uh, here or there? Uh, I believe it's there, right? 
Hold on. I don't know. I did. Let me ask you a question. Sure. If you, right now, this minute, if I said to you, which team do you think has the better chance of going further, the Nets or the Sixers, who would you take? Sixers. So I'm not so sure. Um, and I know the Nets are going to play Mike D'Antoni ball. I get it. I, I you know, we're we're going to. But by the way, that game fall, is that game is here tomorrow night. Okay, and it could fall apart. But when I look at those three guys and the potential, and I and I know that just means you got you got to win four games in a series. You don't have to be great every night. Um, it just scares me. It does that 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 they have that those three guys that can get like a hundred together. And the Sixers have like the opposite problem where they have nights where it's just Joel and maybe a little Tobias and maybe a little Ben and, you know, but you're sitting there and the Sixers are going to play better defense. I get it. And they probably have a better bench. I get that. But it just, um, and if history tells us the Nets won't get to the finals or they won't, whatever, because that type of ball has never really kind of, you know, it didn't work in Phoenix with D'Antoni. I don't even know if they got to a conference final. It didn't work in Houston, although they did get to a conference final. Um, so I don't know. And I love Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Durant has come back so much better than I thought he was going to. And it's still early yet. But I guess the, the X factors there are Kyrie's head and Harden's head. Mm-hmm. And that I can't answer. Because um, it could be scary either way with them. You know, could, could that be your Eastern Conference final? Oh, I think it could be. I mean, Milwaukee would have a say in it at this point. Boston would have a say, but you know, I could see Sixers and Nets in the Eastern Final. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I'd sign up for that right now. Um, I would take that and take my chances. So, all right, so we'll get into them next week. We'll have a Flyers conversation next week as well. Obviously, the final day of the football season. I always, I don't know how you feel, Mike. I, I always, in a strange way, the Super Bowl was kind of... The the toughest week for me is always the week between the championship games and the Super Bowl because there's nothing to 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 do for a lot. Well, of February years. February is the worst month. Yeah, because after the Super Bowl, and like you said before, well, I've had I had probably going to get pushed back a week at some point to next week when it would be President's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So, but February, there's nothing good about February. March, you look forward to the NCAA tournament. Uh, you're looking forward to Augusta. You, you have a Players Championship, baseball, baseball. So March can kind of get get you. Yeah, it's going to be a little different this year with the NCAA tournament. But February is just a bad month. There, there's nothing. It's a bad month weather wise. It's a bad month the last three weeks sports wise. Um, you know, you, you just. Uh, I mean, the good thing is the Flyers are fairly good. The Sixers are fairly good. So you can tune in and watch games and, and hope that they can be good in April and May, mm-hmm. um, which they might be. Yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? I mean, um, they, they both can make a run. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. it's uh, But I think we're all at the point, Kevin, we are just so pandemic frustrated um, that we're just ready to burst at the seams. And it's still going to be months before most of us or many of us are going to have the vaccine. Um, and now we're seeing the thing like, yeah, Philly teachers are going to go back. And then the Philly teachers are saying, whoa, time out here. Wait a minute. We're going to, but, but I think people, it's been a year almost. I mean, we're going on a year. Yeah. And, uh, and the end's not really in sight yet. It's getting, you know, we, we can kind of see it out there, but it's not really, um, I think we've just had it. 
I, I think as a, as a society and, and knowing that we might have another three, four, five, six months of this before we can really kind of be back to what we were last February is just trying people's patience and everything. And I think we're all trying to stay sane. Right. And it's not easy. You know, it's not like my wife said to me, she goes, Oh, you know, it's great. Well, you know what? And look, usually I watch the Super Bowl here anyway. Last year I was at a party with my friend. Mm-hmm. It was great. There was like three, four couples. We we sat there, we had food. Well, you know, I mean, I can't even go up to my sons to watch. I mean, I could, I guess I guess I could go up to my sons to watch the game, I guess. But um, you know, and, and for most people, Sunday's a huge day. It's a national holiday for crying out loud. Yeah. And um I mean, you. I, I assume you're just going to watch it from home. Yeah, just uh, Kate and uh, Bess and I are going to watch it here at the house. We're getting Chick. What, what, what are you getting for Grub a Dub Dub? Uh, we're doing the Chick Fil A um, uh, chicken strips, uh, the little party platter thing. I assume uh, you're calling that in. We have called that in. <laughs> yeah, because we are picking. You don't, you don't want to be lining up at Chick Fil A. No, well, oh, wait a minute. you got to get that Saturday. Saturday, right? yeah, and then we'll warm right, it on. on then we'll warm it on Sunday. Uh, we're going to get a pizza. We'll just, you know, do the, the finger food kind of thing. Um, it, it, it was funny because my wife last weekend, my wife, she hadn't cooked in a while. Cause and we, she actually cooked like three things. We made like ham and cabbage, vegetable soup. And, mm-hmm. um, what the hell else did we make? There was something else we made. I, I can't, it'll, it'll come to me. But anyway, so we've had food like, you know, all week we, we've been, it's, and she looked at me and she goes, can we, yeah, what, what, we should get something special Sunday. And I'm like, well, what do you want? Like, like a, it's going to be takeout, you know, and she doesn't like want wings or pizza or whatever. So I'm, I'm trying to come up with something and I don't, I don't know what I'm going to come up with. The only thing I can think of is maybe like um, a steak from Outback or something. Right. I, I, I don't, I don't know like what other direction to go. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to conjure up, um, something it's it's yeah and my wife and my step my wife and stepdaughter don't like wings i do and i'll i'll give a cheap oh i should point out uh thanks again uh i was at ralph's last week picking up dinner uh wait there's an idea yeah and uh uh again top-notch service everything best italian food in the city is at ralph's so i should plug away while i'm well there were people who would look we love it we love Ralph's. Oh, absolutely. There are some people who would tell you, you know, it's not. Or not. And look, there's tons of great, great Italian, Italian places. But. Great Italian places. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that that's our favorite. We like it. We have others. Um, the veal parmesan hangs over the plate. That's all I know. Yeah. I get the veal parmesan. It hangs over the plate. I can't make that up. Well, I, I got it last Saturday because my mom had come home from the hospital. Right. And she... Uh, yeah, she's obviously not cooking yet. Or we got all, we got her, her into our house and everything loaded and all that. That's like uh, my wife's like, I don't feel like cooking. I'm like, yeah, neither do I. So I'm like, how about Ralph? So I went and I picked up dinner for my mom and for my family down at Ralph's, and they were tremendous. And it was tremendous again. So you got me thinking now, because um, I think Ralph's is open on Sundays. They are. Yeah. See, now you got me thinking because that could be a possibility. Um, cause if I say Ralph's, you know, that, that'll always go, go over well. Um, but I gotta, I gotta do something. It, it can't be the pizza wings thing. It just, oh. it's, it's gotta be something 
on a higher level what, than that. While, while we're talking about this stuff, I do want to change to some other stuff. Thank you to everybody with the feedback we got on last Friday's show on remembering John Cheney. Our thanks, obviously, to Harry Donahue and, and DJ for being on with us. And uh, uh, obviously, John's service is on Monday, I believe, down at the Leocorus Center. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I figured I would be remiss if I didn't mention thank you to people who have commented to, to us on on social media. Uh, and I know, Mike, you got a couple of them as well, correct? Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, Twitter blew up. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I must have had three hundred retweets, four hundred retweets. I don't know. People were coming out of woodwork. I heard from people I had not heard from in long time. You, you know, who who went back and read the three stories that I did on John. I did the one on. We yeah, went athletic. into the Hall of Fame in 2001 from the program that the Inquirer was nice enough to to re, republish uh, in on in Sunday's paper, I believe, uh, and I think in Monday's Daily News. Yeah. And then there was a story I wrote when he turned 80, which was from nine years ago. And then there was a story I wrote two years ago for, from the Athletic um, on Black History Month, which I went back and reread that three times. And I couldn't believe some some of the things because it had very little to do with basketball at that point, and it was it was nuts about just how deep the man was, and how, you know some of the thoughts that came out of his head, even at the age of eighty seven, mm-hmm. was just incredible. I mean, you, you know, and I talked. Phil Martelli called me, Fran Dunphy called me, um, you know, and we ch- I had about a forty five minute chat with Phil. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, who's out coaching Michigan, the number four team in the country right now? Wow, well, yeah, uh, he misses Philly. He 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 really does because obviously he hasn't seen his family since September. Yeah, you and, know, and they're in they're under like a ten day quarantine. I think two now. week, two week, two weeks. Okay, and so he's you know he's lonely. I mean, he 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 said Juwan's been great. He's in a great situation. He loves it, but the basketball part. Um, it's amazing how one guy's death can bring that many people together. Right. It really, and now look, I know some people, there's St. Joe people that hate John Chaney because of Goongate, and I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Because Phil and I chatted about that. Um, but you have to admit, when you get past, you know, that th- there's 98% of John Chaney that was just a, a really, really special human being that tried to see beyond the black and the white and the, the green and all that. And, and um, what was the quote that they kept retweeting that I had in the, the story in the, in the athlete? I just, I care about people. I, I care about, I'm going to get the quote wrong. Right. I, I, you know, I, but, but he cares, I care about every, and he did. And, um, you know, there'll never be another one like him. I mean, look, I can say the same thing about speedy. Yeah. You know, speedy's unique. I mean, Phil's unique. You know, all these guys are, are in their own ways are, you know, Herbie McGee. Um, how many of these guys can put John Chaney closed the book on you on one of a kind? Mm-hmm. It, it just he did. There's it, he's over there, and everybody else is you know finding our own little niches over here. And um, and we knew the day was going to come. You know, Kevin, we know the day is going to come for everyone. Yep. But it, it it was still nice to hear people talking about it and reminiscing about it and and that kind of thing and. You know, and after Monday, I guess we move on with our lives. I hope, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what you can do. What can you do to honor the guy? I don't know. You, uh. you, you know, um, but, but I know this much. Temple University would, would not be Temple University what it is now without John Chaney yep. having been there. Yeah. 
So, so, all right, let's wrap this up. Uh, our thanks uh, for to listening for uh, to us this week. We're back early next week uh, with. We're going to go back to a two show week next week, um, weather permitting, everything permitting. Um, will, will Wentz be traded by by a time? Let me ask you: Will Wentz be traded by the end of next week? Yes. Okay, I tend to agree with you. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen so who, now. Do you have Do you have a spot? Do you, Do you have a Do you have a spot where you think he's going to end up? Indianapolis. Okay, because uh, Elliot Parker sure was on. Uh, one of the states. Elliot states. Parker. Spe- uh, uh, Elliot Shore spe- Parks, yes. I'm sorry. I, my apologies, Elliot. Um, it, speculating that the Bears could be a player in this. and No, no, no. no. I'm it, just telling you, look, I ain't, look, I'm just telling you that if you think about it in, in whatever, let, let's say it would the, make the Bears sense. are moving on from Trubisky. Could you see Foles coming back here? No. I'm just saying, hey, look, because the Eagles... I mean, if you're the Eagles, do you, do you want a quarterback in return? Justin, I don't know. I'm just asking the question. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I don't know. I, you know, at this point, I, I it's been a long time since I said this. I just wish it would go away. I really <laughs> do. I really do. I am so fed up with it. I hate to disappoint you, but even after the trade is made, it's not going away. I get three it. years from now, four years from now, five years from now. It's not going away. I know. It's not going away. Like Foles wasn't going away after they trade. Let him I, go. I, I, I'm just so. Uh, but but you know what? It's like I need I need a break. I need a I need a mental break from timeout. You need a timeout. Yeah, I really do. I, I just I'm I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of all. Just of it. remember this, Kevin. They won the Super Bowl three years ago, and as corny as that sounds. And I'm not one of these people that says, oh, you hold on to it for 20 years. But but it does. They did win their only Super Bowl three years ago. And it was a great moment for us, for Philadelphia. No matter how it happened, why it happened, who, who cares? It, 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 you know, Tom Brady threw for, three, for 500 and it didn't matter. And it happened. And three years later, we're sitting here with a 4-11-1 team. With no quarterback, or I, I shouldn't say no quarterback because that's unfair to Jalen Hurts. And just, and just saying go away. I know. And just saying go away, and, and that is sad. But I think your sentiment sums up, pretty much sums the situation up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, go away. Just go go, go away. In fact, I will. Uh, thank you, Michael. <laughs> Excuse me while we disappear. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy your Super Bowl. This has been Work of the Beat. Well, you went uptown riding in your limousine with your fine park avenue.